0: Episode 163 is brought to you by Invisalign. Invisalign treatment is the clear and virtually invisible solution for straightening your teeth and to help you exude confidence. Hi, welcome to my mum's show. <laughs> And welcome to this episode of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. My name is Julia Husher, and I am your host. If you are a new listener, then massive welcome to you. You might be listening to this right now as a brand new single mom, but I hope you know that you are now in a group of very amazing women. And all you need to do is have a listen to some of my past podcast episodes with other single moms who share their story to make you see that you are, yep, in some pretty great company. So welcome to the show if you're a new listener and if you're a new single mum. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Okay, I mentioned this last week. Before we get into this week's episode, I do want to let you know that the Doors to the Don't Just Survive Thrive online program for single mums to get empowered are now open and they will be closing on the 29th of September, Australian Eastern Standard Time. In this self-paced program. I'm going to help you get from surviving to thriving in just eight weeks so that you can get empowered, not only as a single mother, but as a woman. I'm going to put that link for you in the show notes. If you want more information on that, or if you want to sign up, go and check it out. This is the time to do it. I mentioned it last week. This is definitely the last time I'm running this course for the year. This is it. Whether I run it again next year, I actually don't know. I'm thinking about mixing things up a bit and just kind of turning that course into something completely different. When I figured it out, I'll let you know. But if you do want to do that Don't Just Survive Thrive course, if you've been sitting on the fence or if it's something that you have been wanting to do for a while, now is the time because I cannot guarantee that it is going to continue next year. The other change that is happening with this round of the course is that I'm releasing all the course material in one go. So even though you're still going to get that constant support from me and the weekly emails over that eight week period, the course material will all be available to you straight away. So as I said, the doors are now open. Jump on in if you want my help to get you from surviving to thriving. I just want to thank everybody for your reviews again, you know, if you do listen to this podcast and you would enjoy it, I would so appreciate a quick review on whatever platform you listen and if you have a few minutes even running a review in iTunes would be absolutely incredible, it helps new single mums fund the podcast so I would very much appreciate that. Okay, this week is a solo episode, let's get into it. Okay, so something that comes up a lot, okay, with past clients, with people who do my course, from listeners, from a whole range of people is about resilience. And they want to know, how did you build up your resilience as a single mom? Now, first of all, let's have a look at exactly what resilience is. Okay, so resilience is the ability to kind of bounce back from shitty situations, Okay. So people tend to normally say you're so resilient if they see you as bouncing back quite quickly. Okay. So this is something that does, in my opinion, build over time. When something shit happens, you might not have the strategies straight away to bounce back quickly. You will eventually bounce back. Most people will anyway, hopefully, but it might take other people longer than others. And sometimes people who have shitty things that happen, They do learn to bounce back a bit quicker because over time they do learn some strategies that help them through. So, I guess from the outside, for me, it probably did look like I bounced back quite quickly. But the thing is, like, I've had my fair share of things not go great in life. You know, going through my own parents' divorce was. Very, very hard for me as a child. And honestly, I think that was one thing that really did help build up my resilience because I struggled with that a lot. I had a lot of other struggles growing up too, you know, like when I was in high school, I had an eating disorder. I had anxiety, I had depression. In my 20s, my early 20s again, I was severely depressed. I was hospitalized with depression. It's something that is not a stranger to me. And I've been in a relationship that was very abusive. I haven't really spoken about it that much. I've talked about bits and pieces, but that guy tried to kill me. I've had many situations that have sucked. And I am grateful for those situations because it's taught me lessons and it has kind of really helped this resilience in me. So I don't want anyone for a second thinking that resilience is just like comes out of nowhere, you know, and that you either have it or you don't, because I don't think that's true personally. I think it's something that you build up over time. And I think I've been, and this is the thing, right? I was going to say, I've been lucky enough And some people would say, I'm lucky enough, but this is how you look at it, right? After all these years, I've been lucky enough to experience some shitty things that have helped me be the person that I am today. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it may look like I'm super happy and life is great from the outside and I am like life is super great and I am super happy, but it wasn't always like that for me. You know, I wasn't always able to bounce back so quickly and I've had some really deep, dark, down times in my life. The other thing is like, even though I am happy 90% of the time, I have my down days too, you know? And if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen that about a month ago where I had like two weeks where I was so down. And because I've had this experience with mental illness, I'm very alert to what's going on because I do not want to ever ever slip into a depression again so I am like on high alert to my mental health and <laughs> I definitely put my mental health first I prioritize it I do what I have to to keep my mental health in check so when something happened and it really threw me well, it was actually quite a few things that happened in one week I was just like I cannot handle this like it just really got me down and I was down for a couple of weeks you know but then I did I bounced back You know, because I started thinking about everything that I learned and that's what I want to do. I want to give you a few tips, I guess, on how I have become resilient and I hope that it helps you. Some strategies that you can put into place to really build up that resilience in yourself. But first of all, you should know that even though what has happened is shit and you're a single mom and it probably feels like life is pretty crappy right about now for some people, Take this as an opportunity to grow. Take this as an opportunity to rise above and to take these experiences and lessons and move forward in a positive way. Okay, so before we get into that, I want to share a few words about our sponsor today, Invisalign. The last time I chatted to you about Invisalign was about a month ago. It was at the end of August. It was in episode 159. And I talked about why I was considering treatment for my teeth and why I decided to go with Invisalign. So if you want a bit of a background, go back and listen to that episode. As I mentioned in that episode, my teeth is something that it's been a traumatic (laughs) thing. Okay. This is probably another thing that I went through that really took a toll on me and that helped me build my resilience, funnily enough. So I've told you why I wanted to do it. I've told you why I've decided to go with Invisalign. Today, I want to share with you a little bit about what happens when you decide to go ahead with Invisalign. Because I got to tell you, the technology is bloody incredible. So one of the first things your dentist or your Invisalign treatment provider will do is do like a 3D scan. Like, now this is incredible. They use this scanner. They basically like move it all around your mouth and your teeth, it takes 6,000 pictures a second. Like it is nuts. It is so accurate. You don't have to deal with any of those, you know, teeth molds with the like Play-Doh stuff they chuck in your mouth. None of that. So you get this scan done and basically what it then does is it produces this Invisalign simulator where you can actually see how your teeth are going to move before you even start. So if you're not even sure, get this scan done because then you're going to have a look. Using their software, they create this kind of map of the path of your smile, like every single tiny shift. It's incredible. Now, let me tell you about the aligners because they're made of this special material from what my dentist tells me, who is Absolutely amazing. By the way, I'll put her details in the show notes. If you are in Sydney, you need to check out Bright Smile Dental in Coogee. Statilla is just so good. I trust her hundred percent. I said last time I would drive for hours to go and see her. I would, I trust her. She's great. My daughter loves her. My daughter is not scared of the dentist. She's like, mom, when are we going back to the dentist? She literally asks me that like every week. It's crazy. Strange child. Anyway, (laughs) it's because Statilla is so amazing. But so Statilla talked to me about the actual material that Invisalign aligners are made of. And they're made of this clear material that's a lot more comfortable and flexible than some of the other treatment options. So it's more comfortable, it is gentle. So it applies this really gentle but constant force. It is not painful at all. I was quite scared about that because of all the dental work that I've had, but there was there's been no pain at all. Apparently, it's fifty percent faster than a lot of the other treatment options, and it can straighten your teeth with seventy five percent more predictability. When you've done your scan and you you know, have a look at the pathway that your teeth are going to move. You go, oh my God, wow, yes. Let's say you decide to go ahead. Then they send it off to Invisalign or whatever. I don't know the <laughs> exact back end process. But what happens then is you get all these Invisalign aligners sent to the dentist or your provider and you'll get the whole set, which is basically what is going to help you get to that path that that software system showed you. So you're going to change your aligners every two weeks is usually what they say, but I guess it depends on each person so every two weeks you're going to get a new Invisalign tray which is going to kind of help move your teeth you're going to have these tiny little attachments called smart force attachments they're like these tiny tooth colored things that are attached to your teeth they're kind of like anchors or like handles that the aligners have something to grip onto and to push on and then you get your aligners and they are made perfectly for each person they fit smoothly, tightly around them. So you can barely notice it. Like it depends on the complexity of your case. Mine is very complex because I'm moving my whole bite. So like all my front teeth, all my top teeth are like moving forward and down. But if you're moving or straightening, just like a couple of teeth, you might not even need attachments. Like it really depends. I've got attachments on almost every single tooth, but a lot of people have zero attachments or just like one or two. So it's pretty cool. And then you just get your new aligner trays and you just like swap it out every two weeks. So it's bloody amazing. So for me right now, i am been using Invisalign for around three months, which is just nuts. So I'm like a quarter of the way through already. And I feel like I've just started, like I've, it just feels like I'm flying through. So anyway, I just wanted to give you a little bit of a, I guess, outline of what happens if you do decide to go ahead, because I guess it's the fear of the unknown that often holds people back. So definitely check it out if you are interested. Go and get a scan, you know, if you're not sure and you'll be able to see exactly how it's going to end up. And I will give you more of an update in a couple of months when I share more about how my Invisalign treatment is coming along. So I'll probably touch base with you again on that next year. And thank you so much Invisalign for sponsoring this podcast episode. Okay. So back to resilience, building this resilience is really a mindset thing. It's about how you look at things. Okay. As I mentioned before, it's about seeing problems as opportunities It's about convincing yourself and saying, okay, so instead of me focusing on what has gone wrong and what problem there is and all the things that are not going right and what am I going to do about this and this and this, reframe it and ask yourself, what can I learn from this? What is the universe trying to teach me? What lessons can I learn? What opportunities do I have moving forward? You know, it's really about reframing it. The other thing is about acceptance. For me, acceptance is like one of the biggest things. I've talked about it before. If I had to get a tattoo, I don't have any, but if I got one, it would be the serenity prayer, which is what I call the acceptance mantra, which is grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. Reciting that to myself as a mantra, it always helps me feel serene. It helps me feel in control of my emotions and it helps me to accept something if I'm struggling to accept it. It reminds me and it gives me the power to know that I'm in charge of my emotions, okay? I can't control any actions of other people, I can't control situations that arise in my life, I can't control what my ex is doing or what he says or, you know, anything like that, but what I can do is I can change my reactions, I can change my thought processes and I can change my actions. So that is something that I would really try and work on. If you want to build up your resilience, think about acceptance, you know, and something that you can do is you can keep reciting that acceptance mantra reminds you that you're in charge. You're in charge of your emotions. Are you going to let life run you or are you going to run your life? That's what it comes down to. There's a lot of little quotes and kind of mantras that you can Say or ask yourself that you can do because some things, like there's one I mentioned in a podcast the other day, and this kind of quote it always helps me feel fierce. You know, if I'm having a moment where I'm having this like victim moment where like poor me, life is shit, no, we're not having that. So, what I think to myself is instead of why me, try me, okay? Why me, try me, because that makes me feel fierce. That makes me feel motivated to make a change. That reminds me that nothing, nothing is going to ruin my life. I am not going to let anything or anyone stand in my way of my happiness. So if there's someone in my life who's making me feel negative, if there's someone in my life who's making me feel sad, that's on me because it's my choice whether I let them do that or not. You know, it's like seeing yourself as a victim. If you see yourself as a victim in life, that's what you're going to get back from the universe. I just really believe that we're given situations that we can handle and that we're given situations. The universe pushes us in certain directions because the universe thinks we need to learn something or like, you know, there's a path who knows. That's just what I believe. But What you focus on does become a reality. So if you're feeling angry, you're going to feel more entitled to feel angry at your ex. If you think all men suck, then you're going to go out and you're going to look for evidence and date people and go, see, another asshole, he sucked too. See, men do suck. You're going to find all these little bits of evidence. You know, if you feel like you have the right to feel sad and that if you want to, you can feel sad forever, well, then you will. You're gonna feel sadder. You're gonna feel sad every day. You know, it's realizing though that every day is an opportunity to start fresh. Our past does not define us. It gives us this opportunity to learn some valuable lessons to gain strength and to gain this resilience. It helps make us who we are. And I said that before, I was like, I am grateful for experiences that I've had in my life because. It has made me who I am. Every single thing that's happened in my life has led me to this moment right now, right now. And that's really how I see it. And right now in this moment, I feel great. I feel like there is so much to look forward to. I've been given this amazing opportunity, which hopefully I can share a little bit about soon. But I just feel like there's just so many good things and i'm stronger i've got a real good foundation a solid mental health i feel like i just feel like life is good you know and of course that doesn't mean that shit things don't happen and i don't have bad days but as a whole life is good life is great actually something that a lot of resilient people have in common as well is that they really focus on the good things in life and not the bad things. And a really good way to help you kind of flex those mindset muscles to think that way is practicing gratitude. Okay. I've talked about this before. I am a massive believer in practicing gratitude. I truly believe This has made me a happier and more resilient person because I am grateful for all the little things in my life. There is always something to be grateful for, you know? It doesn't matter how little it is. You just have to look for it. Even when I've had the shittest of days, and like when I went through that really shitty period a few weeks ago, like even though the last thing I wanted to do was sit there in my bed at night and think about three things I was grateful for because every time I got into bed, I thought... (sighs) there's nothing to be grateful for for today. Like there's nothing to be grateful for for today. How am I going to find three things? And then I thought, Julia, suck it up. You've privileged white female. You've got clean water. You've got a home. You've got a roof over your head. You've got the most beautiful daughter who is just the most incredible person. You know, it really brings you back to reality. You've got amazing friends. You've got food in the fridge. There are so many things to be grateful for. And then all I had to do was find three things and it made me, it makes me happier immediately, you know? And then what that does is the actual act of writing it down is that it helps you to automatically feel like that during the day so that you are actively looking for things to be grateful for. So instead of focusing on things that go wrong, like, oh, no parking spot again, or I'm always late or I'm, you know, just focusing on the negative, you start to think and focus on the good things and the things that you're grateful for, because you know that you're going to have to write them down at the end of the day, you know, so you, something good will happen. And and instead of ignoring it, as often we do, you know, we just kind of tend to focus on the negative things that happen. We really hone in on the positive. And when you start to do this, you'll notice something really great will happen. And you'll say to yourself, I'm going to write that in my gratitude journal tonight. It really does help you look for the positive things. So that is, I would say, my number one strategy to actually build resilience, okay? Practice gratitude. And as I mentioned as well, practice acceptance. Something else that you can do is help other people. It makes you see that you're actually really lucky with your life, things are great. There's always someone who is worse off than you. And as I mentioned as well, Realize that every day is a new opportunity. Something else that's really good to help you build resilience is your self care, you know, learning to love yourself because you'll begin to realize that if you don't love yourself, that's a big problem. If you're always relying on other people to determine your sense of self worth, you're setting yourself up to be in a really vulnerable position. And why are you basing what other people think of you to determine who you are as a person? Don't rely on other people to give you compliments, to help you feel good about yourself or to give you a good mood. Give that to yourself, care about yourself, value yourself as much as you value other people. We've really got to learn to be our own best friend here. You know, so that's something that can really help as well. Doing stuff for yourself every single day. You know, when you do something for yourself, self-care, you're telling yourself that you matter. You know, you're telling yourself that you are important. So it's really important. It's not just important because it gives us time as single mums to kind of slow down and recharge and focus on what we want, but it does tell us that we matter. But I think most of all, you have to remind yourself that what you focus on is your choice. We all have a choice. It is our choice to be happy. If you've experienced shitty things that happen, how you deal with it depends on your self-talk. Think about a triangle, right? We have a situation that's happened And that situation is going to lead to a feeling. That's what most of us think, right? We have a situation that leads to a feeling. But what is actually missing is the thoughts in between. So the feeling doesn't happen because of the situation. The feeling happens as a result of thoughts that we have due to the situation, if that makes sense. Okay, so let's say someone has said something mean to you, your ex. Okay, your ex has said you're a bad mum. Now, the difference between someone who is resilient and who is not resilient is the resilient person will go, hang on, this person said I'm a bad mum. This all happens in such a quick second in your brain, right? Like, what evidence do I have to support that? Am I a bad mum? No, I'm not. Look, I did this. I do this for my daughter. I do this. My ex is just full of shit. He just wants to upset me. I'm not going to give in to that. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to accept that as truth that's his opinion, or he's just trying to upset me. But that is not a fact. You know, that is what a resilient person will tell themselves. And then there's no bad feeling because you don't let it get to you. But other people, and sadly, more commonly, what will happen is the ex will say, you're a bad mum, And then you go, oh, they're right. I know. I, I forgot to make my daughter's lunch last week. And... I was so tired the other day that I just, I didn't have enough energy to read her a bedtime story. And you tell yourself all these negative things and then boom, you feel like shit because you've suddenly looked for all this evidence that says you're a bad mum. but you've totally forgotten all the evidence that says you're not, you know, you're focusing on the negative and what we focus on becomes your reality. Whatever you pay a lot of attention to is going to affect who you are becoming, So if you're thinking about how unfair life is, you're going to find evidence to support that. If you think life is boring, that's how it's going to feel. If you think about what frightens you, you're going to be more scared. There's all these things. But like I spoke about before, if you notice and you pay attention to the positive things, the supportive things, the uplifting things, the encouraging things, the hopeful things, the things to be grateful for, that's going to become your reality. And that is a choice every single day. I also think Something that helps build resilience is the people that you spend time with. It's really important because, you know, as they say, we become like the five people that we spend the most time with. People rub off on us. Think about the kind of people that you want to be around. What traits do they have? How do you feel when you leave someone? If you've caught up with someone for coffee, how do you feel afterwards? Do you feel great? Do you feel happy? Do you feel buzzing? Or do you feel negative? Do you feel drained? you know, negative thinking can be contagious. So if you surround yourself with positive people, then you're going to feel positive, you're going to feel uplifted, you're going to feel motivated, you're going to feel inspired, because it is contagious as well. So I think that's very important. Okay, so just to recap... I think resilience is something that is really built over time. And this is something that you can tell yourself with your situation, you know, whatever you're going through, you're building resilience. This is an opportunity to grow. This is an opportunity to build up your resilience. Some strategies to help you. Look after yourself. Practice some self-care. Remember that it's your choice what you focus on. Practice gratitude. Find some mantras that help you, whether it's, you know, that quote which says, why me? try me, you know, or whether it's the acceptance mantra, whatever it is, find those mantras and just keep going, helping other people and don't give up because every single day is a new opportunity to try this again. Okay. So if you don't do it, it's hard. Don't worry. Just keep trying, stick with it. And it's something that really does build up over time. I hope that helped a little bit. As I mentioned at the start, this program for single mothers to get empowered. Don't just survive, thrive. It's kicking off again. Okay. The 30th of September. Now in that course, we are really deep diving into a lot of those strategies. So if you need help with tackling those thoughts, you know, and really having a look at that thought triangle, because that's the time to step in and go, ah, hang on, because you can't change the situation. The situation's happened. And when you've got the feeling you've already got the feeling the time to step in is the thoughts because that is what is creating the feelings so if you want to really deep dive into you know how to tackle those thoughts because those thoughts a lot of them are subconscious and a lot of them we've been thinking this way for you know 30 40 50 years some of us it's a very hard habit to change but in the course i really show you some really great exercises to change your thinking and to jump in at that point you know, so that you can change your automatic thinking process so that it doesn't go to the negative side of things. It goes to the positive. And I really do believe that once you've mastered this, the world is your oyster. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes. But honestly, if there is one thing you can do today that will start to make a difference, start writing down three things that you're grateful for every single day. If you wanted to get in touch with me or if you have any questions at all about the Don't Just Survive Thrive online program, please get in touch. You can email me at julia at singlemothersurvivalguide.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at singlemothersurvivalguide. As I mentioned at the start, if you have enjoyed this podcast, I would absolutely love for you to rate it in iTunes and if you have a few minutes even writing a review would be absolutely amazing and helps single mums find this podcast thank you so much for listening I hope you have a wonderful day or evening depending on where you are and when you're listening and I look forward to speaking with you again next week okay bye for now